the GP Core Content Podcast, presented by Dr. Thomas Perkins and Dr. Stephen Smith from gpcorecontent.com. Episode 98, Hip Pain in Adults. So we're going to consider causes of hip pain in the elderly, and that would include things like OA of the hip, vascular, claudication, spinal dysfunction with referred pain, polymyalgia rheumatica, trochanteric bursitis, fractured neck of femur or secondary tumors. And you can get causes of groin pain that aren't from the hip, and that would include an unrecognized NOF, psoas abscess, Paget's disease, osteitis pubis or hernias. In examination of the hip, we start with inspection, looking at skin, muscle, bone and inspection of the gait, palpating the midpoint of the inguinal ligament for tenderness, looking at range of motion, so flexion to 125, external internal rotation to 45, abduction to 45 and adduction to 30, and looking elsewhere, so examining the back, SI joints, lower limbs, including pulses, hernia, and PID. There's functional tests in the hip exam, and they include the Trendelenburg test, the Thomas test, and the squeeze test, and looking for types of gait, including antalgic, coxalgic, and Trendelenburg gait. The femoroacetabular impingement test includes FADIA and FABIR. FADIA uh, is talks about flexion, internal rotation, and adduction. And FABIA stands for flexion, abduction, and external rotation. So in FADIA, you bring the hip into 90 degrees flexion and maximum internal rotation, and then you adduct the leg. And you can get a reproduction of the pain, which is indicative of intra-articular hip pathology. The FABIA test, patient supine, leg is placed in the figure four position. And while stabilizing the opposite of the pelvis at the anterior superior iliac spine, external rotation, abduction, and posterior force is then lightly applied until the end of range of motion is achieved. A few small amplitude oscillations can be applied at the end to check for pain provocation. And a positive test is one that reproduces the patient's pain or limits their range of movement. Now, for specific diseases, we're going to talk about subcapital fractures in the elderly. The features of history and exam are that they can probably still weight bear, and there's no obvious deformity. The cause is normally two falls. The first is very painful, and the second, the hip gives way as the femoral head falls off. Complications of this include a 40% chance of an avascular necrosis. Investigations would include x-ray and MRI and management would be referral to an orthopedic surgeon for consideration of prosthetic replacement in patients over 70. Other causes of avascular necrosis of the femoral head include a range of things including trauma, steroid use, lupus, past hip fracture, past hip dislocation, pregnancy and alcoholic liver disease. 
Hip osteoarthritis we talked about in episode 198. Labral tears, the causes normally include motor accidents, they can occur in dancers and athletes. The features of history in a labral tear include a sharp impingement pain in the hip, painful clicking, catching, or locking. And investigations would include x-ray, MRI or MRA, examination after hip joint anesthetic or hip arthroscopy. With regards to the sacroiliac joint, the causes of SIJ dysfunction include inflammatory such as spondyloarthropathy, infection which is rare, degenerative changes, mechanical disorders, it can be post-traumatic or post-natal. And the features of SI joint dysfunction are normally a dull ache in the buttock which can be referred to the groin or the posterolateral thigh. There's not normally any neurological problems and the pain can get worse in loading situations such as walking, running, or getting into a car. In examining the SI joints, you can put direct springing pressure on the sacrum. We can do a winged compression test, which is where you try to separate the iliac crests. Lateral compression on the ACES, you can do Fabia. Um, and you can look for unequal sacral rise and bending forwards. With patellofemoral syndrome, the features of history are normally pain behind the patella or a pain deep in the knee or a pain next to the patella. It's normally aggravated by flexion under loading activities, uh, aggravated by prolonged sitting, so there's a need to straighten the knee a lot of the times when they're sitting. With greater trochanteric pain syndrome, that's a tendinopathy of the gluteus medius tendon. The features of that are normally lateral hip pain, pain radiating down the lateral aspect of the thigh, normally occurring older people. The pain can be referred as far down as the foot. It can be worse lying on that hip at night and you can have a limp. The treatment of that includes NSAIDs, physiotherapy with hip strengthening exercises uh, or injection of steroids into the uh, into the bursa there. You can do referral to ortho for iliotibular band release and bursectomy as well. Normally it's managed with analgesia, physio and time. That's it for hip pain in adults. There's a couple of Good articles on um, hip pain in the study guides. I couldn't find anything about hips in the past exams, but we've made a couple of uh, hip pain cases in our original AKTs and KFPs, just one of each there. So that's it. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to gpcorecontent.com where we have a range of practice exam questions designed to help you pass the RACPP fellowship exam.